Over 30 years of serving the Arizona homeowner. 13 years in a row ranking Arizona's best referral network. RosieOnTheHouse.com Protecting you, informing you, and educating you. It's Rosie on the House. Good morning, all y'all. Welcome to every Arizona homeowner's happy place. We're here to inform, protect, and entertain you on each and every topic having to do with the maintenance, repair, or remodeling of your Arizona house, home, castle, or cabin. Voted Arizona's number one homeowner resource and contractor referral directory for 14 years in a row. Don't even think about touching your house until you touch base with us here at Rosie on the House. And you can do that every Saturday morning by dialing this live call-in talk show for the next two hours. The number's one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE, R-O-S-I-E, the number four and the letter U. one 888 for you because that's what we're here for, for you. Allow me the privilege of putting my team's 48 years of building and remodeling Arizona homes to work for you. one 767 Whether you're a newcomer to Arizona or you've been here your whole life, no matter where you are in Arizona, chances are I've been there and chances are I've tried what you're trying a time or two. Let me have the privilege of putting my experience to work to help you out. We're here this hour talking about paint. We're actually talking about paint all month long. And as a favor to us, uh, Miss Lori Clark, Senior Account Design Executive at Sherwin-Williams is going to join the conversation. We'd like to bring Lori in and introduce her to our listening masses. Good morning, Lori. Well, good morning. Hi. Well, uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Well, I know you're on a busy uh, Saturday morning and don't have a lot of time, so we appreciate you carving this little bit of time out of your schedule to visit with us. We were talking to you earlier this week to put our article together about the science of creating color and paint. You ha- y'all have a tough job. <laughs> Well, fortunately, it's not me that has a tough job. It's the people at our Cleveland uh, corporate office that kind of put all that together. They just disseminate the information to me. So so my job's easy. <laughs> Y'all have come up, as you always do, with a color of the year. Yeah. You, you just kind of look in your crystal ball and you decide. How do y'all, how do y'all <laughs> put, how does that panel go about deciding the color of the year? So it's not just the color of the year, we kind of have to back it up and we look at our color mix forecast color trends for the year. So believe it or not, our team in Cleveland is meeting in the next couple of weeks to be looking at the color forecast for 2024. So they they do this a year or so out and um, our team comes up with all of those colors And then from those colors, there's kind of one standout in all of the colors that they will name the color of the year. And um, for this year, for 2023, it is our reddened point. That's SW9081. So it's really just a lot of research that goes into kind of 
all of those colors and then just kind of funneling it down to what are we seeing kind of taking the lead, if you will, in color. And and do y'all get together with like the doorknob people and the plumbing fixture people? And I mean, do y'all all kind of panel this up together? Say, let's come up with Absolutely. a cord. Do you really? Uh, yes. So there's an international organization called Color Marketing Group. And anybody who sells any product probably fits within Color Marketing Group. Toilets, cars towels, fabrics, <laughs> jeans, paint, really anything. And everybody comes together with all of this information and all of their research, trade shows, what's going on socially, what's going on politically. Is it an Olympic year? Who won the Super Bowl, right? So what colors are people seeing over and over and over again? And it really funnels down to um, a group of colors and kind of major stories and themes. And then Sherwin-Williams is a paint company. We kind of take all that and put it into bite-sized pieces. So we take those hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of colors and kind of put it into a 40-color palette. It's a little bit more bite-sized. And then, again, from that, we funnel down to our color of the year. So it's a big job, big, big job that – uh, has a lot of wheels, a lot of people in the spokes making those wheels turn. Um, but it's kind of amazing because once you see what those color trends are, you see them everywhere. Whether you're shopping at Nordstrom's and Neiman Marcus or Target and Walmart, you are going to see those, those themes everywhere you go. And I, I liked your term, group of colors. Because you, mm -hmm. you take y'all's color this year, the red end point, and then mm -hmm. you take a look at the palette it fits with. And, boy, someone with a color talent could really create a layered look that just would be so welcoming, so handsome, and so attractive. I, I'm not capable of it. I, don't, I can't decide between Swiss coffee and Navajo white, you know. Right. But someone who has that eye can really take this palette and make a really, really rich environment to fit each individual. Well, and, and that is true. And someone with an eye can really do that. But even regular everyday people could do that, believe it or not. In our stores, we have color palette cards and even on our website where you could plug in a color and we'll give you two or three complementary colors that would go with that and even the palette cards in our store. And I kind of joke with people, and I, I would venture to say you know what I'm talking about here. I joke with people, it's kind of like the Garanimals of color. You remember Garanimals? Yes. <laughs> so when your kids were little, you would be like, go get yourself a shirt that has a giraffe on it and get yourself pants that have a giraffe on it, and you know they'll go together. And so the color palettes that we kind of put together, these palette cards for people in our stores and on the website, same idea. You could probably pick any of the colors within that grouping and be okay with it, right? Like all of the, yeah. the, the whites and the deeper tones and the complementary colors would all kind of go together. So we do try to make it really easy for people. It doesn't have to be totally complicated. Well, uh, you know, in the whole world of painting, who has the toughest job in the whole world? I it, do. Yeah. You, do you I, want me to tell I, you who that is? Well, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you who I think it is. I think it's the painter at the 100%. house. 100%. Yeah, before the color is picked, and he's got a Sherwin-Williams fan deck spread out, and 
the homeowner's saying, well, let me look what that color looks like on the baseboard. No, 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 not over there. Over there in the light. No, uh, well, over here. And here. Okay, and what does it look like on the wall? What does it look like on the crown molding? And uh, I tell you, I went through that one time about 46 years ago, and I burned every fan deck I had. I said, well, I'm never going to do I'm never going to do that again. And I love y'all's app, Color Snap. And now I just yeah. I just download that to their phone and say, take a picture of your room and paint it any color you want and call me when you have the number. <laughs> right, for sure. I will say on the phone, it doesn't have as much functionality as it would on like an iPad or their computer. So if you're recommending that to them, they can actually use the visualizer on our website. And so it's bigger. It's a little bit easier to maneuver than the phone. Of course, the phone, you know, that's quick and easy, right? That's really quick and easy to do. Um, but they can do it in any of those applications. And you're right. That is, that is a super easy way for someone to see like, okay, I've always had white walls. I want to put red and point on that wall. Now, what is it going to look like with my sofa and my flooring and what have you? And it really does help render that color and make people feel a little bit more comfortable about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you take a picture of the front of your house and then you go inside and pour yourself a glass of good sun tea mint tea sit down and you just dial up all how many colors do y'all have we have about 15 to 1700 colors (laughs) you can sit there and paint the photograph of your house any one of those colors narrow it down to the you know to the 50 that you like (laughs) (laughs) so i i love y'all's app color snap yeah. i really do I, pl- I i i literally do play with it on a regular basis that's fantastic well i tell you i have used it myself when we had our house painted um i had to i did it and i showed it to my husband because he was like i don't know if those colors go together i'm yeah, thinking yeah. oh my golly i've worked for sherwin williams for 17 years <laughs> i have a design background just trust me but okay let me do this i took a picture of the house downloaded it colorized it all in and he was like oh that looks really good. I'm like, I know. So, so yeah, so it's definitely helpful. And then the homeowner can take it a step further. We have color chips in our stores. You know, they're like the two by four color chips. And then we have our peel and stick chips in the store. Um, the peel and chip sticks, we probably only have about 500 colors of those, four or 500 colors of those. And those are kind of the most popular colors, probably the ones that they would pick. And those are ones that they can kind of bring back and put, um, you know, in the breakfast room. So they can eat breakfast, lunch, oh, and dinner oh. with it and kind of take a look at it as the sun moves throughout the day. That's critical. Really, That's yeah, really, really, critical. really. Before we've ever even put, a, you know, a, a stick of paint on the wall. And so you can really, really feel comfortable with knowing like, okay, I've made the right decision. This is the color that I really like. So, Mrs. Lori Clark. The Senior Account Design Consultant at Sherwin-Williams can't thank you enough for letting us barge into your Saturday weekend time and share your wisdom and guidance with all of our Arizona homeowner listeners. Lori, thanks a million. Sherwin-Williams here at Roselle Now's helping spread the word for you, the Arizona homeowners. Go ahead, Lori. Well, we, we thank you so much. It really was my pleasure. And like I say, if anybody has any questions, they can obviously talk with you or look at our website, SherwinWilliams.com. 
And uh, we've got one more easy way for people to do that. If you have your Rosie on the House homeowner handbook annual maintenance calendar, January's feature is Sherwin-Williams, and that QR code will take you right to the Color Snap app. Mama sewed the rags together, sewing every piece with love. She made my coat of many colors that I was so proud of. The world of colors and how it changes. And we were talking just a minute ago with the design uh, account executive, from senior design executive, uh, Miss Lori Clark from Sherwin-Williams, kind of edifying us and educating us on the process of developing the annual color of the year, as well as the palette of colors that coordinates with that and uh, how much difference it can make. Uh, now, you're, ta- you're listening to a guy who spent the first 40 years of his life dressed in Wrangler blue jeans, white socks, work boots or tennis shoes, a t-shirt, and a shirt of one of three colors, gray, brown, or blue. And has that changed? Uh, uh, <laughs> it doesn't look like it. <laughs> well, it's more than one color, so it's a favorite. coat of many colors. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't look like it's changed at all. I'm in a, I'm in a khaki shirt and Wrangler blue jeans and tennis shoes. Uh, and in in my house, we raised all six kids in uh, in a in a house that was uh, Swiss coffee, wall to wall. I never get tired of that. Yeah, uh, it's a nice color. I like it. But I really like Sherwin Williams colors this year. There, there's when you open up, um, so you can go on the website uh, theirs, or you can just search Sherwin Williams colors of the year, and you in your search engine and you'll see all kinds of good ideas but the there's no gray which i was really glad to see in the gray's out yeah well i don't know if it's out but it's up for this year and it's i can say one thing about gray it's overdone that's for sure well this <laughs> new color is red point and it looks like a clay pot so a very southwest color and some nice soft muted colors to go with it some beige and um and then one really dark color but anyway if you look at that i i can follow directions you know i can know when something looks good but i can't come up with things so i love seeing that chosen for you and just being able to work off of that and like we were talking last segment that app sherwin williams has color snap really makes it easy you you uh, this morning uh uh having coffee uh jennifer and i have a breakfast room that has a stone fireplace that goes wall to wall and the wall above it is painted a light, uh, cool uh, green. And uh, it's a very light green. And I, I snapped a picture of that. And then I can move it to the app. And I can change the color. And that wall actually looks pretty good in a crimson red to kind of bring out the ah, red in the stone of the change fireplace. Change is coming, huh? Yeah. All right. It, uh, so you can take a picture of whatever it is you're getting ready to paint. And play with the 1,500 colors that Sherwin-Williams has and uh, dial it right down. I, I, have, I found it extremely helpful to kind of get the feel for, oh, that looks a lot better than Swiss coffee. <laughs> and just going into a Sherwin-Williams store, too, is very helpful. You know, you, you can they have the formulas for all those, so you go ahead and pick what you want. Their peel and stick colors were, was brilliant. Why we didn't come up with that 100 years ago, I never know. It used to be we'd have to buy a gallon of everything. Sometimes on a job, we'd be out there with seven one-gallon cans of paint, all various shades of one color. 
they were either various shades of a red or a blue or a yellow or, or white, seven shades of white. And then we'd have to put up two square feet of each color in different places so the homeowner can watch it through the course of the day, which is really, really important because the color will change from sunrise coming in the east window, sunset coming in the west window, and then the night lighting when the sun is set. Now, how big are those peel and stick uh they're, they're big enough so at least you can establish a direction. Yes, okay. this is the way I want to go. You don't even have to get a paintbrush out. It's just stick it on the wall. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I That guy was genius or gal, whoever came up with that. So the, the art of color at your house. And if you'd like to join the conversation, the phone lines are open, one 767 4348. We can talk about color. We can talk about paint. Or we can talk about anything having to do with your house, home, castle, or cabin. I want to talk a little bit about the newsletter that goes out from Rosie on the House every week. You sign on to it at our website, rosieonthehouse.com. And we send it out to everyone that subscribes, regardless where you're located. It ends up, we found out there were a lot of zip codes in there that are outside of Arizona. But we send it, and it's specifically designed to, to help Arizona homeowners. And we're trying to develop our YouTube channel. And you go to YouTube, and you type in Rosie on the House. And we literally have dozens and dozens of instructional videos of how to do little repairs around your house. Now, when you get to the Rosie on the House channel at YouTube, when you get to Whole Lot of Rosie by ACDC, you've scrolled down a little bit too far. So there are, there on our channel, there are other things uh, um, about other people named Rosie, but uh, just scroll through there and there are instructional videos on how to make minor repairs at your house, uh, how to secure your, your, your front door, your French doors, uh, the proper method of caulking, uh, basic little masonry and plumbing and electrical tips and tidbits, how to tarp a roof, no matter what kind of roof you have. Uh, and if you'll subscribe to that YouTube channel, every time we cut a new how-to video, and these are short videos, Every time we cut a new one, you'll automatically get it delivered. So get to YouTube, sign up and subscribe to Rosie on the House. Get to our website, subscribe to the newsletter, and you'll be getting all the information you need to responsibly live in your Arizona home. We introduce colors into our house at Rosie on the House. As I have said before, we were a home of wall-to-wall Swiss coffee. And uh, Jennifer and I were actually shopping for some new clothes at the store in Wickenburg. Double D? It's not there anymore. Yeah. Right? No, I know, I know yeah. it's not there anymore. Is that, I would just, is that the one you meant? But it was, it was Double D, mm-hmm. right? Double D. We were shopping. And as you went down, we had to get some horse tack. So we, we got our, I got my Wrangler blue jeans and I got my white socks. And then I was going down the stairs and there was a picture of the Grand Canyon hanging 
on that wall as you went down the stairs. And I just knew right then, right there, I had to buy that picture. And that was, what, 20 years ago? At least, yeah. Still, uh, still and that, the main that's, that's When you walk in our front door, that's hanging on the living room wall. It is a spe- And it brings in all kinds of gorgeous color to the house. Yeah, you can do a lot of, go a lot of different ways with that. Hey, I do have a red notebook question for you regarding paint. One of our listeners wants to repaint her plantation shutters by herself, a DIY. Do, we, do we have her name? I do not, actually. Okay. Who, darling. I'll just call her darling. Okay. Darling, if I was you, I'd pick an easier project to start <laughs> with. <laughs> <laughs> Plantation shutters, are those the ones that sit on the front of the house? Like they look Well, like a- uh, they actually call anything with a wide louver like we have in the in the schoolroom and in the uh, library and the office. So they could be inside or outside. They she are. didn't give us much detail. Yeah. So is they're, it the same process whether it's inside or outside? The, the, the term plantation did originate as exterior shutters, but as we went from the little tiny inch and a half louvered, uh, shutters of the 70s and 80s to a nice three, three and a half inch shutter. Uh, they adopted the name Plantation Shutters. Um, I tell you what, darling, here's here's what I would recommend you do. Um, and and, and it, my story is going to change if you're trying to change the color. If you're trying to touch up the color it is, it's going to be a little, quite a bit simpler. But let's just assume you want to go whole hog, and change the color of a plantation shutter. That's going to make an accent trim look to your house. The first thing I would do is I would go to the hardware store and I would buy some door casing. Um, and I would lay it out on a sawhorse. And one of, the, one of the rigs that are very, very easy to use, you can buy at Rockler. Um, and it's called an Earlex spray station. Uh, Jennifer and I have one. She uh, paints uh, the the uh, stools of our breakfast room, which are, which are tall, that sit up to the kitchen island. And they get repainted periodically by this machine. And we have a louver door that goes from the kitchen into the pantry. And I painted that, a terracotta cutter. As a matter of fact, pretty close to the color that's uh, actually, actually, you're right, yeah. picked out here. And I, I painted it. Uh, 20 years ago, but it is a spray machine. You are not going to be able to paint plantation shutters with a brush. Um, I mean, you can, but you won't ooh, be happy with it. Man, that would really be tough. So take a look at a sprayer. Maybe you could even rent one, okay? And the key would be get about six pieces of door casing, put it out there on sawhorses where the overspray can't get on anything, and just... Load up your pot, load up your paint machine, and just pull the trigger and get the feel for how, and you might even pick up a big sheet of plywood or a big sheet of of uh, sheetrock and just set it up as well. And get the feel for how wide the spray goes, how much paint is leaving the nozzle, how much paint's landing on the surface. Uh, and you're going to want to, with a spray apparatus, you're going to want to put on less paint than you think you need. And do that two or three coats. Now, the trick with plantation shutters is you've got a lot of moving parts and pieces in there. Every single louver has to be able to rotate. And then you've got the 
center. Um, some of them have that center mullion that you actually grab and move the shutter up and up and down. Some of them have the blind attachment where when you move one louver, they all move together. But regardless, they're going to have moving parts. So you're going to have to go in there and spray it less paint than you think one side. Let it sit 10 minutes. Find a place you can put your hand that isn't wet paint and move the shutter so that you're not painting the louvers in an open or closed position. Let it dry completely. Flip it over. Do exactly the same thing. Less paint than you need. You're not even going to get full coverage. That's okay. You're going to do the same thing. Let it dry 10 minutes. Reach back to where the dry paint was. Grab a louver and move it full through its full range of motion and make sure you haven't glued anything open or closed. And you're going to do that over the course of three or four coats. Uh, you're picking a very hard project to learn how to paint, but it's doable. It's going to take the right equipment, the right frame of mind, and some extra time to do it. Does temperature matter? Temperature does matter. You're on, you'll, you'll, you'll see that on the paint can that you buy. They generally don't want you... Uh, 70 degrees is about the perfect temperature to apply paint. You can apply it when it's colder. You can apply it when it's hotter. But there's really no reason to right now. Move everything out of your garage. Hang some plastic from the ceiling, creating a paint booth. Set up your sawhorses. Put your casing on top of that. Put some paper down on the floor so your overspray isn't hitting your garage floor. And, darling, have at it. Let me know how it turns out. It's probably pretty expensive to have them done. You know. It certainly can be, yes, because any other professional painter is going to basically have to do the same thing. Now, with the eye of experience and the trigger finger of experience, they'll be able to do it in less coats than a, than, than a homeowner just learning because they'll know exactly how much to put on before it starts running. What you don't want to do is get these painted and then hung back up, and then there's like snot runs all the way down every single louver. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, that would be bad. Yeah, you know, I got to thinking with the lighter coats. What if it's like a, a white shutter and you want to go like a dark red? That's okay. Or, start light. Start light. And three or four coats. Don't try wow. and cover it in one pass. Don't try and do it. You'll end up with the snot runs. And there's <laughs> well, nothing worse than red snot runs. Would there be any extra <laughs> down your plan down your plantation shutters? <laughs> would it be any? Uh, any more steps if you were going from a dark color to a light color? Would you have no. to put kills on it or anything, or just? Um, well, you, you, you could, you could, but any good paint will have the coverage you need in a couple coats. Okay, good paint. We recommend Sherwin Williams, of course. Yeah. Of course, of course, it's the best. Absolutely. Any other red notebook you got going in there, honey? Well, it's not a painting. Okay, then. Do you want to wait? Uh, yeah, we'll probably we'll probably wait on that. Okay. We're on the paint. If you'd like to call and talk to us, Jennifer's got open lines. The number's one triple eight seven six seven forty three forty eight. Um on that ref note of hiring a painter, it, it just dawned on me last week when we had Arizona Paint Company and talking about the history of paint yeah. over the course of you know human use. He had mentioned for January they're offering a 23, because it's year 2023, 23% discount on painting oh. projects over $1,000. I don't know if one plantation shutter would, I uh, bet, sh shouldn't I hit 1000 but I, it'd be if close. she's got three or four or five, 
And it depends on the condition and what she wants to do with the color. You could certainly go in and touch up for less than yeah, that. You could certainly would, find out. If, she, if yeah. they're beat up, if they're chipped, if there's some repair, some sanding that needs to be done, and then a change of color, uh, but it would apply. But they've got offices in Chandler, Glendale, Casa Grande, and Tucson. So just about our entire listening audience, if painting projects on your to-do, you've got an opportunity to save a little money there this that- month project has to be signed up by the last day of january january 31st so you don't have to have it done by then no but it has to be signed by then. right yeah so, i mean it could be one that's starting so in hesitate. march or april yeah just get it done get it signed up you know in interviewing the sherwin williams people for today's article there was a one particular paragraph that i thought i, I wanted to share with the homeowners because when you read the paragraph it just kind of it, it just kind of changes your perspective on the color of your world here it is when styling, think minimal and calming to complement the quieter nature of the color. From rounded shapes to warm wood tones, it's about balancing layers of naturals and neutrals for a look that instantly makes you feel at home. Hmm. I feel at home just reading I know, it. me too. It, it really does pay to have a designer come in with a designer eye, you know. <laughs> Save you a lot of time and money in the long run. Painting. We get questions all the time. Can I paint myself? Uh, of course you can. Uh, the shutters from Darlin would be a tough project to start with. But if you want to just change the color of, your, of, a, of a spare bedroom, okay, you're going to move all the furniture to the center of the room. You're going to cover, I would, and again, it depends. Are you going to change the color of the ceiling? You know, a lot of times we'll paint walls and the the ceiling paint can stay the same color and the same coat of paint for 20 years. So I'm not going to cover the ceiling because that's that's some special tactics and some special strategies. Let's just do the walls. You're going to take a ground cover, a a ground cloth, paint cloth, and you're going to drop it on the floor and push it up to the baseboard. You're going to take a painter's tape and you're going to tape the top of the baseboard so it, the baseboard isn't collecting drips from your roller from the wall paint. Then you're going to take a, I, I like to take a five-gallon bucket and pour your paint. And I take a paint can. I don't mix it with a stir stick. I like to pour it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and then stir it with a stir stick, then pour it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth before between a couple cans. Then I take that paint and I put it in a five-gallon bucket. And then I put a screen net over the lip of the five-gallon bucket and I get my roller. You have to get a roller that's appropriate for the surface that you're applying it to. I would tell you, spend money on a good roller, okay? Because a good roller is going to hold the paint and it's going to fling paint a whole lot less. Dip the roller down in the paint run it over that screen three or four times. Dip the roller down in the paint, roll it over that screen three or four times. Dip the roller in the paint, roll it over that screen three or four times. Now you've got the roller evenly covered. Start at the left side of the room and start about six inches away from the wall and just roll straight down, straight up, straight down. As the paint comes off the roller and it starts getting drier, go ahead and just paint big W's across the wall. Go back to your paint bucket, which is located next to another wall. You don't want that paint bucket out in the middle of the room where you can turn around and and spill it over. 
so that paint bucket is sitting up against another wall. Go ahead, dip your roller, and proceed left to right. Once you've got the area covered, left to right, go put the roller in the paint, cover the top of the bucket with a piece of saran wrap, and go have a glass of your favorite mint sun tea. Sit down, take a breath. You deserve it. You deserve a little rest. And when you're done, the paint has had about 30 to 40 minutes to set up. Now go back in there and paint right to left, the exact opposite direction. All right? And you're going to be amazed. If you've got the time and you've got the patience, once you've done that, put everything away and don't move the furniture back into the room. Tomorrow, do exactly the same thing. And a good paint in a bold color applied in that manner is going to have a depth and a dimension to it like no paint job you've ever seen. It makes a big difference. You can actually see the depth of the paint when it's installed correctly. If you miss a spot, painters call that holidays. We don't want any holidays on the wall. So there's a couple little tips on just changing the color of a spare bedroom wall. I do kind of miss that blue sky. You get spoiled out here in Arizona. You end up with two or three cloudy days, and you're like, man. What's wrong? Where's, where's my sky? Where's my sun? <laughs> you know, another hard job is if they've got fifteen to 1,700 paints, how do you come up with that many different names? Oh, boy. I've got their fan deck off their oh, website oh, open up. Uh, Country Squire. Cape Verde. Really teal. Is that like opposed? Is there a fake teal too? Or like really not teal? Or is there a really, really teal? Can't we have a Camp Verde? Grand Canal. Cloudburst. This doesn't even look like a cloud. This is more like of a green, greenish color. It doesn't even look like a cloud. Uh, but that's a, that would be a tough job. Sitting. Bluebird feather. And, and, and picture this it's, a, it's a, 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 a panel of chemists in the laboratory. Coming up with the colors. Dusty Heather. Then they paint it on a little Someone's card. Ex. I went out they, with a girl named that. And they bring it into a, a um, workstation with 50 people at their workstations, probably no windows, all fluorescent lighting. And they're assigned, give me a name for this. Give me a name for that. Give me a name for that. I mean, if, if, if they put, the article talks about just the color yellow. I mean, if you had a yellow chip given to you and told to name it, well, I can't even read half these names. I'm only reading the ones I can. Mysterious Mauve. Midnight. It's, not, it's like a purple. It's in the purple fan deck, but they call it Midnight. Spooky. <laughs> if you live in Alaska, that might well, make sense. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that you know, uh, so d- does it, is it really all that technical? Or could anybody just come here and, and start picking up names? It, it seems like... Some of these might be uh, just thrown at a dartboard here. It may. I can Amber remember. Amber wave. I can remember when gray. Oh, emotional. Began. There's a becoming color. Emotional. Popular. <laughs> and Neighbor- the, the color of the year was mouse ear. Oh, 
Now, who would pick mouse ear to, to paint all over your living room wall? Neighborly peach. Well, that's good. That's good. Your bike's not on. Well, how about in, in naming something yeller? Butter, sunflower, sunshine, dandelion. Now, see, I would go a different direction. Okay. I'd go. I'd, I, I, I'm not. I'm, Jennifer, why don't you save me from here? I'm not, I'm not gonna go corral. where I, I'm not gonna go where I was gonna go. I have no idea where Ruby you're going. Ruby Oh man, paint colors. How, what would you name something yellow? Uh, sunflowers. Okay, that's one. That's one that uh, daffodils. Is, is here. That's one that. Oh well, that no dandelions are on here. Okay, daisies. daffodil would be new daisies. Yeah. Okay, flowers. I think or butterflies. There's lots of yellow butterflies. Yeah. Alberti green. I'm trying to think of something that's kind Lemon of lemon twist. Yeah. Oh, I like that one. Mm-hmm. How about Scythia? How about big bird yellow? Ooh. I haven't found big bird, but I got goldfinch. I found that one. Unfortunately, I found that one. Gusto gold afterglow. I want to tell you when I bought it in a can, it was morning glory. John mm. Quill. Morning glory yellow, and I thought it would remind me of sunrise. And La it did. Luna Amarilla. When it was on one wall. It's a good breakfast bread. That much I know about Morning Glory. Oatmeal but when you races. painted all four walls mm. the same color, it was like you were living inside Big Bird's belly. <laughs> butter up. Oh, I like that. How about buttercup? Salora. Midday. That's a good one. Icy lemon. So we're covering the topic of June Day all month long. Romy stuck. <laughs> last last month, last week, we were talking about the history of paint, which I, I particularly enjoyed. Uh, Got some going, good feedback on that. Going back thousands yeah. of years and what people used uh, to pigment the the base product that they were trying to use to paint on walls and then graduated into plaster. You know, it, it started on rocks and stones and whatnot, but... I, I got a, a, a big kick out of that. And I, I'm one of the really old school people where I learned painting uh, with the oil-based paints where if you had a chip in your door casing, you could literally take fine 200-grit sandpaper, sand it down. It had so much body and so much thickness to it that you could actually sand it smooth and take that oil-based match color, paint it over, and make the chip completely disappear. The paints had so much body. Then we went through the 80s and 90s where we were taking the VOCs out of all the paints and taking the lead out of all the paints, and we experimented with 100 different varieties and formulas for water-based paint. And I think at this point, back in the 90s, they came up with some pretty good stuff. When we come back next hour, we're gonna talk about something we were hit with a lot the last couple weeks. What do I do with wildlife in my yard. In the meantime, and, check out the coyote we put on Facebook. And it's not plaster. It's called true fresca. Oh, fresca. Come on, guys. Keep up.